All the days. All the days. The days. Company. All the days. That's a good place to start. Let's yeah. start there. Miss Jordan, yeah. how are you doing? I'm extremely nervous. Oh my god. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Why are you the, nervous? The panel that you put on during Dream Week. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it was. You had like some of the heaviest hitters from yes. like uh, all, all around town. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebel Mariposa. We had uh, Melissa Cabello. She has La Botanica, right? Yeah. Downtown. Um, an amazing spot. Great uh, patio. Fatima Basrai from San Antonio Rise. Like. We just had a bunch of women of, women of color in one room talking about their experiences. It was awesome. Let me tell you guys something uh, from an entrepreneurial perspective. If there's one thing that I hate about being an entrepreneur, it's it's money. No, I hate it. I, I mean, like, I okay, hold on. <laughs> I I find it it's it's absolutely necessary. But I hate it. It's a necessary okay? evil. Because it actually what because it tricked me for a lot of my life. It made me think that I was supposed to chase it mm-hmm. when actually human beings are more vital than anything you will ever come across. Mm-hmm. Your ability to make relationships and sustain relationships with human beings is the only thing that will grant you success. Mm-hmm. And then being able to do that at scale is an art. Mm-hmm. And that, that's actually what entrepreneurship is. I just shocked myself. Let me make sure I'm recording right now. Click so, that out. <laughs> so, <laughs> but to segue off of what you said, um, or and we were talking about like the why earlier, like why do you do what yes. you do? I think about the last five seconds of my life every morning. Like that might be dark, but I kind of do that. So just go with me for a second. Mm. <laughs> like, what are, are you going to be thinking about your bank account? Mm. Are you going to be thinking about the relationships that you make with people? Yeah. Are you going to be thinking about memories? Are you going to be thinking about, you know, objects? You have to always put those things in perspective to remind you why you do the things that you do because those are the things that last. Yeah. Paper is paper. You know? So. Yeah. And that, that is super true. That's something I've been thinking about a lot lately because I've been listening to a couple people. I, well, a couple people that I already listened to, they mentioned that, you know, well, what's your end game? Because literally, time is, it's, it's speeding on by, you know? Uh, and we're trying to do the best and the most with it that we can, but in that, sometimes we lose whole chunks of time. Our ambition just... <laughs> We're, we're, we're focused so much on that goal that we can't really settle into a moment uh, and enjoy it. Um, I think that's really interesting. How do you, in, in between the things that you do, how do you find that, how do you make sure, this is huge for me, I, I'm serious on rest time. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm serious on rest time. Try to call me on the Sunday, see what happens. <laughs> it's not happening. I don't care who you are. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> has a direct line to my brain, but everybody else <laughs> try to call me on a Sunday, it's not gonna work. <laughs> but how do you how do you find time to how do you make sure that you're allotting time um, to just enjoy life and rest? I guess you're I'm, doing two. You're doing two things. Which yeah, is, I have all the days. I have uh, Keeper, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah. And then I have um, Brash. But anyway <laughs> I feel like I'm lucky enough to do things that keep me energized that work doesn't feel like work. Yeah. So I wake up, I might, it might be two o'clock in the morning, it might be four o'clock in the morning, but I want to do what I want to do. So I never feel like I have to, oh, you know, I have to rest. I need to take a break here or there. Yeah. I want to do what I'm doing. And I think, um, 
you're talking about entrepreneurship and how difficult it is to put everything out on the line and you know mm -hmm. risking financial stability is scary yeah. but at the same time again those last five seconds yeah that's what I'm going to be thinking about. That's true, and you don't want to have any regrets. Yeah, okay. well, but regrets are inherent in life. I don't think regrets are problematic. Mm. I think what we do with regrets is like what the problem, what the focus should be. If you regret not doing something, go do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Like we all, this all ends. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't mean to be dark. But it's, it's not like, dark. It's not, honestly, I wish someone had told this to me in uh, fifth grade. Yeah. You know when when Camille Cordisco. Uh, she she was walking around so so cute. I never asked her out. There's Facebook. <laughs> Actually, yes, no. I don't know if we need to go there. I hit her up like a year ago on Facebook. And I was like, "What's up?" Obviously, it's too late. The moment has passed. You know, you never know. We, we can rekindle it. But I feel like I think no. I think I think that's a lie. Mm. I think saying, "Oh, the timing is off. The moment isn't right." It's like a lie that we tell ourselves. Yeah, and so we don't do anything. I was literally lying. I kind of tried to rekindle it, but then I was like, "She lives in like Tennessee. It was too." Well, <laughs> distance matters. I told her to hit me up though if she's ever in town. So maybe, maybe that'll. <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, I want to hear about keep her a because I want to get yeah. a couple questions because uh, I, I, li I like the engagement and I know Perfect. I'm sure you'd like to hear from some people. Well, but keep her a say. Why, why, why did you start it? Um, so I moved from Austin uh, after going to UT. I moved from Austin back to San Antonio. And at first I was like, excuse me, but fuck San Antonio, like I don't want to come back here. Like it's not, this is not the same vibe, right? Like Austin, you can walk outside and fall into a party or a festival or something. Like it's organic. Whereas in San Antonio, you really have to do the work and lay the foundation to meet people and get into those certain communities. So at first it was just kind of, again, kind of lazy because like, I want to make friends. I don't know nobody. This thing started, um, and it was great to have that social foundation, but I also realized San Antonio has this weird thing. I don't know how to describe it. There's this self-awareness, but then there's like a lack of understanding of our history. Because yes. you have like, San Antonio is so segmented, right? So you have this great legacy of Latinas doing like great work in San Antonio. You have this great legacy of black women doing great work in San Antonio. This great legacy of Asian women doing great work in San Antonio, but there's no like cross-cultural space for us to connect, right? And I understand like, especially being a black woman, like I totally understand like there having to be spaces for, you know, we just gonna talk about our issues, we're gonna talk about our issues, but not to use her hashtag, but we really do work better together. And I'm talking I'm talking to women right now. Like we have taken care of ourselves from the beginning of time. You talk about entrepreneurship and you go to like start a grind or you go to some networking events, it's a total sausage fest. Excuse my language again. But um, women have been doing this, you know, since we've made hair care products for ourselves since we started sewing clothes for each other like we've been taking care of each other holding down our household since the beginning of time and so having a space where we can be instead of having to perform for everybody else just to get through the day having a space where we can talk and chill and uplift one another and be ourselves yeah um, instead of being what people want or expect out of us yeah that was that's why I started it. And that's the, and that's the movement. That, that's, that's something that I, I super noticed. Round of applause for that. That was so cool. I, I, I noticed the same thing uh, out of San Antonio. Um, just, I mean, um, obviously, 
not specifically for women, but I mean, I just noticed that, you know, San Antonio, I noticed that there, there wasn't that level of connection. Everyone was very deep inside of their pockets. Um, there wasn't a lot of coming together. Um, there, there really wasn't a lot of tolerance for it, and um, which is weird to me. Because I feel like in San Antonio, people are gifted with some some of the most free time out of any city. Because things are actually more affordable uh, in San Antonio. Like, people just can't, like, afford... People can afford stuff less in L.A., but they go out more, which is strange to me. And it's the same thing in New York. Um, but here, everyone's just so comfortable, so I think it, it ends up them wanting to relax. So, but then, okay, but there's that... It's like a deadly comfort, right? Yeah. Just go home, right? Let's just go home. Put on Netflix. You don't have to worry about like talking to people, yeah. engaging with one another. But you're talking about every time you go out to a social experience, you never regret it. Yeah. You have to be willing to open yourself up to a different opportunity, even if it's something small like coming out tonight yeah. to hear people, right? Clap for um, yourself. You clap know. for yourself. You guys did it. Clap for you. Know, like, you, you, you have to be willing to try something different. And San Antonio is so it's so easy to be comfortable. It's so easy to get into that like inertia and just not. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why change it? It's comfortable. Yeah. It's affordable. You don't have to go nowhere. You know. I want to get a question. Does anyone have a because because you do events yeah. um, and you put on really great events, right? So uh, it's it, the, the the chemistry of doing events is very interesting. I like it. It's fun. But does anyone here have any questions about doing events? The you you like to do events? I kind of want to give a, a little bit of a Q and A. Because um, you do, you do keep your her essay. You do events for that. Yeah, I do. I do weddings. And then you, okay, and then you do events. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! So you literally understand the chemistry of it. Mm -hmm. um, Lyra, I would love because this would be fun for me. I would love for you. Like, do you have any? Do you have any questions as far as events go? Um, a first step to do events. I don't know if you've, you've posted any for yourself, which if you're not doing, this is actually something I spoke on today. You listen to my last podcast. Event marketing is literally uh, the, the most valuable kind of marketing. Instagram is great, but only about 20% of the country is on Instagram, right? But some of them are babies. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but I mean, so, so I think events are great. So personally, if you're not doing events, there needs to be like... You know, even if it's just once a year, you need to do a Lyra thing, right? That's why people go on tour. So that's how you really connect. Oh, May 12? Very cool, very cool. So, how's that going? It's cool. I guess my question would be, yeah. uh, said it's cool. how do you... Yeah, what's a good way to market, to continue, to get people to actually look at the event, like the event, and actually go to the event? I think before, not to go all Gary Vaynerchuk on you, right? <laughs> right? You don't know uh, how happy I just got. You know? For the last two months, I've consumed probably like 150 hours of... of like, he's legit, even though he kind of messed up with Shane Weister, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Um, oh, you have to get into that. We'll we we <laughs> um, Before you offer something, you know, an event, or you, want, you ask people to come out to something, you need to focus on the moment that you're trying to create and the community that you're trying to engage. And sometimes that's the community that you're trying to create. Right? So it's almost like you, before you even get to the event, you have to scale back and figure out who are you talking to? Where do they go? What do they like to do? Where, you know, what are their experiences? Where can you find them within the city? Like, and of course, social media is great for that. But like, build a community. Like, let me not even go there. Build it if they will come. But 
seriously, try and build that community around your music. And like, do you know Daily? Have you followed him? He's a British musician. Yes. There's a lot of like soul R&B. You know, he's so cute and little and little curly. Um, he did the same. He built a community, and a lot of musicians are doing that themselves. You have to build that space for yourself. I think that's the burden for people who don't feel like they fit in, is creating a space for other people just like you. Um, so yeah, I would start with making that community focus on getting those relationships with people, especially in all of the cities that you're touring in, just to help you. But I'm sure you're already doing that. <laughs> You'll get there. I'm sure you will. I know. I know he has plans too. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear another question about that. Cedric, you look like you look like you could have a question. By the way, it is Legacy City's birthday today, guys. And he decided to spend his birthday night at Kenya Live. I love it. I love it. I love it. Anyone else who does uh, who does events though, or who's thinking about doing events um, around their brand? Mr. Yeah, so I, I want to talk about location. Yeah. I know it's very important, but how do you uh, plan an event and not having an idea on the number that they come in choosing the event and location? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to, you know, first location. point first. That's interesting. So I'm a perfectionist. So when I come up with an idea, I realize, and you know, since starting all the days, my idea is usually like the final iteration of what I want, right? So I gotta scale it all the way back to like the lowest common denominator. Like, oh man, this event. Well, I know I can get 250 people to come out to this event, right? But I have to grow it. So where do I start? Right, mm -hmm. and focusing not necessarily on the quantity of people that come out for the first couple of events, but mm -hmm. the quality of the connections that you make and of the conversations that are happening. Because people are going to remember that and they're gonna tell their friends, right? So with location, I'm an event is a moment, right? You're creating a bubble for people to kind of forget life, you know, and whatever hardships that they have. So when you look at a venue, you have to keep that into consideration. Like what type of bubble moment can I create here? Um, and knowing who your audience is and how they're going to connect with that space. If you have an event, like, what did you say this used to be, a titty bar? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. Excuse my language. I'm not very in here. I'm sorry. But, like, if you you ain't going to have a women's empowerment, or maybe you will, I don't know, but you're probably not going to have, like, a women's empowerment summit at, you know, the Yellow Rose or something like that. You're not going to, it's not going to happen like that. Um, so, just, like, keeping, like, knowing, like, the narrative of the place and how that connects to what you're trying to create. So, yeah. Awesome. Give it up for Miss Jordan, man, you guys. Please, please, Second. No, no, it's not your fault, but I actually want to talk a little bit more. But um, but uh, I'm hoping that uh, I, I want to do like a, I want to do like an hour conversation. Shit, yeah, will, that would will be you, great. Okay. I would love that. You, you'll, you'll stop by this we'll, for sure. We'll get it on the schedule. We'll yeah. do it. Oh, you guys are in luck. But de definitely check this conversation out. It's gonna be on the Kenya Live podcast. Do it. Find it. I'll share it. I'll make it easy for you. You, you want to ask one more question? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Before you let Jordan go, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you guys, you guys realize Jordan May is an unsung heroine of the mystery, okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. There's an article. Oh, God, no. Wait a second. <laughs> you got true fans. Oh, this, God. Uh, this is how I found out about her. I oh, found out before I met her. Hmm. She was cited in Dear White People, Plantation Should Not Be Romanticized Nor Whitewashed. Mm. So, uh, with, with all the all, okay, here, don't, oh, let me bash you. Want, you want me to tell the backstory? Let me play. 
You want to tell the backstory? Yes. Okay, so I have an event. So everything that I do is about appealing to people who don't feel like they have spaces that are for them and reminding them that they have worth and that your ideas mean something and that, like, you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Like, I don't understand why. If we're all broken, why are we trying to pretend like we're whole, right? Yeah. Like, that's... Anyways, took it to a dark place. But anyways, I started all the days because... First of all, all the days, all the days, not one day, not investing or financing an eight-hour day, but focusing on all the days that you have after and pledging your life to somebody. And also because, like, usually when you look at wedding magazines, none of the people in this room are on the covers on them, right? Like, <laughs> those love stories are just always not told. So, um... I got a call from somebody who wanted to do a wedding at a plantation. Um, and after a very interesting, heated 20-minute conversation, I basically kind of had to shut it down and let them know, like, hey, y'all know this is black-owned, right? Like, <laughs> I'm not about to work at a plantation. I don't care if it was a plantation or not, it's still making money off of that. Like, I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, that was very interesting. That story going viral um, oh, wow. is very interesting, but you know, like letting people know this is who I am, this is what I do. Wow, wow. I feel like I, I only know like a, a, the tiniest amount about you, which mm -hmm. I would know more There's about. There's a whole iceberg underneath the water. I could have done, done something. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you have DJ a question. DJ Hypnotic has a question. Yeah. When I'm on Facebook, I'm like on a different community. I have a bunch of young girls, my little sister, for example. They always want some type of empowerment. When we go to like Chicago, Detroit, you can find it everywhere. You can pretty much be on a street corner. Somebody will give you some, you know, some good words. But here in San Antonio, it gets a little rough. Like the resources that I do now, sometimes DJ on an online radio station. I need to get a hold of you guys. Like, mm -hmm. That's something I definitely got to get going. Like, yeah. I would love for you guys to be a part of anything I do. Just yeah, so awesome. we can get these, I hate to say it, these ratchets. <laughs> get them in line. You know, we just need a little something. You know, people. Oh, that's what we. But, 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 okay, but to go back on ratchets, easy. <laughs> so, like, when women are like. When women are continually broken, and then we like put that on them to fix when like it was never their fault to begin with. Anyways, so <laughs> let me not go down that road. Um, people just need to be reminded. Women just need to be reminded sometimes of how powerful and how beautiful and how worthy they are. Um, especially when we, you know, live in a world where a lot of men will tell you that you're nothing, you're nothing without me, you can't do nothing, you will never amount to anything. And when you hear it enough, you start to believe it. Um, so it's about changing perception and, and waking people up, waking women up. Like, you ain't gotta put up with his shit. Like, don't get me started. Anyway. Don't get me started. But yeah. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. I love it, I love it. Definitely still, she'll, still, she'll still be here. She's not leaving, guys. Guys, I act like the only time you can talk to her is when she's on the stage. 
And she's also on Facebook. How do you like to be contacted? What's the best thing? Uh, all the days wed on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and then I'm just Jordan A. Maney on Facebook if you shoot me a message and we can talk. Because now I want to do, I don't know where Lyra went, now I want to do like a... Where is it? Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Um, like, a, like a musician showcase. Oh, That'd be really cool, right? Oh, man, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? San Antonio Soundgarden. Oh, man. I've been pulled on, too. That could be awesome. Good stuff coming. Give it up for Miss Jordan, man. You guys saw the birth of something brand new. This is Kenyo HQ.